Jean's back with us after a two-week hiatus. Yeah, vacation and illness. (laughs) (laughs) Joy. (laughs) You know, you go out and you have fun on a vacation. And then you get sick. sick You get sick. You have to call out for a week of work. But we're happy, Jean, you're back because today we are doing Evil Dead 2. Came out in 1987, March of 1987. And you know, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Yeah. Yesterday. (laughs) And, of course, a revered classic, which means uh, Gene's probably going to hate it. So let's get right in. Gene, where are you at with Evil Dead 2? I actually watched this movie with my wife, and she's, like, <laughs> all nostalgic about it. She's just like, oh, yeah, I saw this movie with this this guy I was dating at the time. And then it led to the discussion. It's like, well, wife, how many boyfriends have you had? I didn't even, You didn't tell me this. I didn't know about this. What's, what's going on here? So this movie led to us having a a good (laughs) marital discussion. (laughs) But it was fun. It's all good. She loves this movie and for obvious reasons. And parts of this movie are just pure gems. You just have to love it. There's this one sequence with a hand that's just beauty on film. So it's just, (laughs) yeah, it's horror comedy for sure and, and heavy on the comedy. So... You can't take it too seriously. It's like Anita and I were commenting on the movie as it was rolling is that it seems like I know Sam Raimi made this is a big mm-hmm. name. But um, you're watching it and I was just wondering, it's like it's, this movie seems like it was made by a bunch of college kids. And then yeah, like you'd, you'd put you'd have a scene and you have idea for a cool scene. And then the scene's over and then you get together and it says, what are we going to do next? And then they come up with an idea and they shoot it. And then what's what's coming next? And so the movie is kind of like a bunch of scenes kind of loosely tied together with a very minimal thread piece of a plot, even if you <laughs> want to call it that. And yeah, and there you go. But some scenes, it's kind of like a Saturday Night Live episode. Some scenes work better than others. Some scenes are just pure genius. Other scenes are like, uh, okay. But, you know, you live with it. And so, yeah, this movie's great. Love it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate hearing that, Gene, because I thoroughly and ex- fully expected a uh, scathing review from you. Oh, really? On, no. Based on some of these other revered classics that we've talked about that you hate, such as Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> so overrated. But the uh, the great thing about Evil Dead 2, there's many great things about it, but at the center point of the greatness is, of course, star Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell who of is just an icon of horror films and just yes. a wonderful The whole actor. thing of putting the chainsaw on his <laughs> arm genius. Well, and I <laughs> like awesome. when he's got to chainsaw his own, ar- his own hand off because it's become possessed by the demon. And he's like, who's laughing now? He's <laughs> just his own hand. cutting his own hand And then hand he off. stabs his own hand. <laughs> great. But really... But the, then the hand comes back later. We thought it was... I thought Anita and I were like, where's the hand? <laughs> it's our favorite part. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, a hand comes back to cause more yeah, trouble and the, later. What's, what's best about the hand is that when it gets possessed... It starts making noises. <laughs> right. Somehow it acquires a vocal ability. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good stuff. Well, and really, uh, Gene, you haven't seen the original Evil Dead, or have you? No, my wife and I were looking for it. We couldn't find it. Okay, because it's interesting because Evil Dead 2 is almost kind of a remake of Evil Dead. 
Um, one of the things that I really love about this film is it doesn't waste any time at all. Um, it starts out with Bruce Campbell bringing his little girlfriend to the cabin, and like yeah. a minute later, she's she's been decapitated. <laughs> I know she that when we were talking, thinking about that, it's like he decapitated her really fast. <laughs> right. You know, it seems like that would be kind of a, a tough leap right there, even if she seemed to be possessed. Yeah, the original you know, it was really. That was really quick, yeah. The, the original Evil Dead was much more centered on complete horror, and so it it took a long time okay. for that kind of stuff to happen, and they were really kind of uh, encapsulating the entire first movie there in the first five minutes of this movie, and then uh, a lot of scenes in this are kind of redos of what they did, like the tree scene where the vines are coming out and getting the one girl. Right, right. Uh, much more appalling in the original version, or the... Uh, as opposed to this remake, but the speed with which this film plays out is what really makes it fun. It really is kind of oh, a roller just coaster. One thing ride. right after another, yeah, and, exactly. And Bruce Campbell, I think, is at the height of his powers here. Yeah, the amusement uh, park ride is a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah, think yeah. the the freaking out when the stuffed animals or the taxidermy deer head is freaking out and laughing, great, and he's great. just going along with it and losing his mind and. Of course, Sam Raimi has joked uh, on many occasions about how really these movies are just how much torment can we put Bruce Campbell through because they're covering him in blood and goo. And yeah, I have to say that this movie has zero, and I mean zero, continuity. <laughs> you know, because directors, movie, they usually try to make one scene, the actors look the same (laughs) from scene to scene although you know if you know anything about movies you know they didn't shoot them continuously there was a break right there it could have been a break even of days Mm -hmm. but they try to make them look there's no attempt at that Bruce Campbell in one scene is just covered with blood his shirt is ripped the next scene oh He's got a little. He's not covered blood in blood, and then the pattern of blood on his face would radically change, and his hair's messed up, his hair's clean, you know, and it's just it's, again the state of his clothes. It just, it, and and that's just not Bruce Campbell. It's all of the actors, right. all of them. So it's like, yeah, it's like college kids is getting together. Oh yeah, let's shoot this. And then the actor says, oh, didn't, shouldn't you put the blood back? And then we're like, nah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> just, let's just shoot it. It's Evil Dead. Who knows what's yeah, going on? Yeah. We're, we're just, we're doing it today. But they all were college friends, right? The, the genesis of the Evil Dead movies was this short film that they did way back in the day. Um, and then it morphed into Evil Dead, which, of course, became this big deal, um, primarily because Stephen King said it was the scariest horror movie he'd ever seen up to that point. And so it got a lot of buzz. Really? The first one? Yeah. And then this one, um, they went, obviously, in the more comedic direction, um, which then leads to Army of Darkness, which is a full-on comedy, because they pick up right at the end of this film, Ash has been sent to medieval times. Right, 1300. And then Army of Darkness picks up right there. Yeah, because so he has a shotgun for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. What does he call him? His stick of thunder? Well, it's his boomstick. Boomstick, right. yeah. All, yeah. Yeah, Army of Darkness has most of the catchphrases that, that we're Boom used to stick. with. with uh, Bruce Campbell. Um, the other great one is "Give me some sugar, baby." And <laughs> great. you know, this one does start the whole groovy part because uh, when he does get the chainsaw attached to his stump, 
He's it's like, dumb. Groovy. Yeah. And so, yeah. of course, that's a big deal. But that's why we just love Bruce Campbell so much. He's great. Yeah, he's oh, still around. Oh, yeah. And Not dead. They did the TV series, too, Ash versus the Evil Dead, which played on, I think, Stars or something. There was like three seasons of that. Okay. Lee, Ma- Lee Majors was even in that. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> yeah. That guy's gone, isn't he? I think he has recently passed away yes, in the last yeah. couple of years, but he, he he's not not with us. He anymore. was great in that and that show. Lee Major, six yeah. million dollar man, great. Yeah, but there's some good backstory here on on Evil Dead Two with the uh, Motion Picture Association rating board. This is another example of a horror film that just said, "F you, ratings board. We're not even gonna, we're not going to submit our movie to you because we already know you're going to slap it with an X rating." And like Dawn of the Dead did that, the George Romero film. And then uh, Evil Dead 2 did that. Dino De Laurentiis fi- financed this film. It was like $3.5 million or something like that. And when they were looking at the completed film, the, they were just like, oh, if we submit this to the board, they're just going to slap it with an X. We're going to have to make these cuts. You know, if we made the cuts we think we would have to make, this movie's going to be like 59 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> so they created... Is this like the uncut movie then? Yeah, no, this is the whole, this is it, right? And so like... like what, what's the big deal? I, I don't get right, it. Right, you're looking at it though from... 1987. From, right. Here we are in 2024. Um, Happy New Year, everybody, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, this movie would maybe, it definitely would be an R. It could even maybe get by with a PG-13 perhaps. Yeah. And... So we're looking at because yeah, there's no nudity. No, it's, yeah. no, and so these movies were getting X-rated because of the extreme amounts of violence. So like a lot of your Friday the Thirteenth movies got severely cut because they were threatened with an X rating. My Bloody Valentine got the X rating, and so significant amounts of that film were cut, which luckily have been restored in the uh, DVD. Awesome, but. Uh, yeah, looking at it now, you're like, what's the big deal here? This is clearly yeah. not an X for violence, right? Yeah, Netflix movies, Extraction, I mean, has a hundred times oh, well, the action and violence of this movie. Just you know, And that's even, just straight on TV. Even something like any of the Saw movies or Hostel or whatever oh, are far Lord. more extreme oh, yeah. than this thing is. That takes it to... But you just had this... this times five. This ratings board weirdness where oh we've got to protect the protect american what? the american people from these graphic <laughs> images right? Um, right and so they were really aggressive in the 80s uh, with horror films but here they are they said well, we're going to form this other company it's going to be called Rosebud Releasing or Rosebud, something Rosebud right and yeah. after the sled they're they're just here just to release this movie because we're not that company's not attached to the Hollywood's ratings board, so they can legally just do whatever they want. So here's our unrated Evil Dead 2 movie, and screw you guys. And awesome. I'm glad they did that because the it's I'm so weird about the ratings board because this reason, really. Okay, you got to cut this stuff to get an R, but here it is now on DVD or Blu-ray or streaming. Oh, the unrated director's cut. Well, What's the deal here? What are we exactly trying to accomplish with this ratings board? Uh, to me, it's your movie's either PG-13 or it's R, and that's it, right? Right. And we all heard stories about directors at purposely adding things mm-hmm. to get like that a, a PG rating back in the day. They didn't have right. PG-13. Well, like Wes Craven did that with Scream where he said, we're going to linger the camera here about eight seconds more 
and then because I don't want that at eight extra seconds, but I can cut that and pass with an R. Right, right, right. Or yeah, yeah right. You're Good. trying to play these games with the ratings board then. Right, because I think it wasn't that an issue with the Jaws is that they purposely added a scene with like a, a severed leg falling in the water, which didn't have to be there at all, but they added it on purpose to generate the the tougher rating, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I think they were going to call it a G even, I think. Right, I know, yeah. Yeah, so. And, and that's the other thing too is sometimes I, I can get these ratings when it's like just for overall tone, right? Like Toby Hooper we talked about, he was – certain that Texas Chainsaw Massacre was going to get a PG rating. No, the tone of that is The tone demonic. is what makes it R, right? Yeah, it's yeah. too intense. But the tone is what makes the movie. Right. And so you you have just this weirdness going on. And there's movies that were rated PG, uh, one of which, oh, man, I don't think I can remember. But the dude was going around with the back end of a claw hammer and just ramming it through people's heads. And you saw it clearly. And the dang things rated PG. And this was, like, this was like 1972. So you can kind of track the changing morality, I guess, of, of our of our country by how yeah. these ratings work, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, talking about claw hammers, Joaquin Phillips and You Were Never Really Here, which is an Amazon Prime movie. Yeah, he, he does good stuff with a, <laughs> with a hammer, <laughs> which is a great movie, by the way, which maybe we could review because okay. I think it's... Which one is that? You Were Never Really Here. Okay. Even though it's not listed on... Even though it's not listed on horror on anything, I think it, it fits all the elements of horror. Okay. Well, we'll maybe look at that. But anyway, back, anyway, back to Evil Dead 2. We went way Dead. off on a tangent yes. there, but it was it was a real tangent because the ratings boards suck. But yeah, that false morality nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Who are you protecting here? Why can I see it on DVD, but I can't see it at right, the theater? Right, right. You know, what's the deal here? But right. um, this movie, again, it spawned Army of Darkness – have you you've not seen that one, Gene? I have not seen any of them. Okay, so you might just for fun take a look at Army of Darkness. At some I'll point. look at it. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, Bruce Campbell just going. Like, I do have to say, like recently um, in the movie theaters, we'd see a lot of previews for this newest Evil Dead Rise thing because mm-hmm. that's part of the franchise, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we did, and we did this movie. I know. I, I purposely kind of avoided it because <laughs> I I didn't want to see this movie because what I think uh, there's a trend. In movies now is kind of in horror now is that you are you don't really concentrate on having likable characters or a good plot or suspense or drama, but you just have an over reliance on special effects. And to me, looking at the previews, it just seemed that movie was just so special effects laden. It was just, what's the story here? What's going on here? And so I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to bother. Well, Tyken and his wife and I reviewed that one a few. Yeah. Did you like know, that one? Quite a few months ago, whenever yeah. you were on another vacation. Yeah, um, I was out for some reason. No, did like it. You did um, like it. You are right. There's a lot of of uh, gore effects going on in that yeah. film. But it's it's pretty good. I definitely didn't hate it. There was an actual remake of Evil Dead a few years before Evil Dead Rise, which I also don't hate, but it is... Uh, yeah, we saw that on Apple Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where we get a lot of our movies because we rent them, you know, three ninety nine rental. But anyway, yeah, there, it's like a 1991 or... No, 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 no. I take that back. No, it's like a 2011 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember when the Evil yeah. Dead remake occurred. But you can see the difference, right? Um, these movies are rated R, and they are far more violent and gross and disgusting than 
any of the original Evil Dead films. Okay. So it's just weird how you see this progression of violence being displayed on the screen, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and we reviewed some recent movies, like that movie from South America, you know, um, where evil... When evil lurks. <laughs> talk about just the level of just violence, oh my lord. Well, I bet that's, that's, modern a, that's horror. a beautiful film, though. <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's the definition of horror right there. You're, you're, yeah, that's good stuff. You're out of control. There's a person who's, he brings upon his own demise in a classic tragedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Bruce Campbell does the same thing in, in Evil Dead movies, but he keeps going along. He keeps going along. Right? It's <laughs> like, he, he just when he thinks he's won, he loses. And so it's, it's great. Yeah. And it's just amazing the, the amount of, yeah, talking about the directors punishing their star. <laughs> the guy's falling down flights of stairs, and they just like... Smashing plates over his own head. Yeah. <laughs> That's just great. Not just a once or twice, but he probably breaks a whole set over his own head. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, no, Love it. that was kind of the... There's a director's commentary track on one of the DVDs that I listened to, or maybe it was the Laserdisc. Um, where, yeah, Sam Raimi was having a good time recounting how a lot of these scenes in the film were just, how much more punishment can we do to Bruce Campbell? (laughs) That's great. Because they were friends. They're all friends. Robert Tappert, Sam Raimi, uh, Bruce Campbell, they're all buddies that did all this stuff when they were younger, and now they're they're in Hollywood doing the same kind of crap they did when they were younger. (laughs) And and, And they just love it, going to the bank. Well, and the great thing about Sam Raimi is when he got big, big time, like with Spider-Man and, and stuff like that. Right, yeah, he did the first one, right? Well, he did the first three three of the trilogy. Oh, very um, good, which yeah. I consider to be probably the, the best of all of them. They're good, for sure, um, but who makes Especially a cam- one and two, you know, especially one. Yeah, who makes a cameo appearance in all of those and all of Sam Raimi's movies, unless it's hit the cutting room floor, is Bruce Campbell. No way, so, I didn't yeah. know that. Where's Bruce Campbell appear in the first Spider-Man? Do you, do you know? I, I can't remember exactly, but he might be the waiter. Was there a dinner scene in that one? Because he's a in waiter. The first one. He's a waiter in one of them. Well, there's a big restaurant scene in the second one. Okay, so he's the waiter in that one then. Um, but yeah. Oh, I got Many of these are just blink and you'll miss it, but. Sam Raimi remembers his buddy from college <laughs> or from high school even. And it's like, yeah. You got to love that. You know, it makes movie. me want to watch, especially Spider-Man 1, to kind of look for that. Mm-hmm. Or I could just go to the scene, yeah. Yeah, and so I uh, really appreciate that. And I really do like Bruce Campbell a lot. He's perfect in this role as perfect. this bumbling guy. And you, just, you just like the character. Yeah. You just, yeah, it's perfect. So it's real perfect. good. Yeah, um, you feel bad for him. And how did he end up at that, that cabin I just didn't know how that plot element. Does he mention something about the cabin? It's like, how did he end up at that cabin? Well, they're just going there for a little happy, well, happy, fun time weekend. Yeah, but how does he know about that cabin? Oh, well, come on. It's it's an 80s horror film. They're not explaining <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> because it seems like the cabin belonged to unrelated people. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's... You got to have your well, and the Necronomicon book is in this, of course, too. So that's a key element of a lot of Sam Raimi stuff. You can often see a copy of the Necronomicon laying around somewhere. Nice, <laughs> yeah. So you remind me of Harry Potter because there's the book that has got teeth, and the, the book is moving. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty so cool. It's, it's great, but uh, definitely highly recommend Evil Dead Two. I mean, most of the people listening to this probably have already seen it, but but you haven't. 
Yeah, you got to watch it. Yeah, and this was the first time I'd seen it in probably a decade, and again, well worth my time revisiting this one. I've seen it many times. Yeah, and it's it's safe, you know, even though 2024, my 13-year-old saw it, loved it. No, yeah, yeah it's definitely right in the alley of a 13-year-old. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah, yeah, 13 yachts, their wheelhouse right there. Yeah. So, Gene, any idea what we want to do next week? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mentioned um, you were never really here. Maybe we could do that. Um, maybe we're pushing the bounds of horror here, but um, I don't know. Is there any, are there any other classic horror movies that we haven't seen? Oh, there's tons you haven't seen, Gene. We still need to do Phantasm. And really yeah. what we need to do, Gene, is Phantasm 1, 2, 3, and 4. Oh, dear Lord. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... Uh, well, I, maybe one, but I'm not going to do 1, 2, 3, and 4. That's just... That's okay. just crazy. Do you want to plan on doing Phantasm next week? Um, yeah, let me think about it. But well, let's, yeah, let's yeah, just say Phantasm. Let's, let's yeah. leave the episode how we leave most episodes. Something will happen next Something week. Something will happen, yeah. <laughs> we say Phantasm or we say... We're not here, whatever Gene just said. Yeah, you're never It ends up being something completely different that we stumble along. But uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you the next time. Bye-bye. Bye.